Good morning everyone. What a joy to see you through this video. Guys, did I tell you that I love you and I miss you? And uh, this morning I believe the Lord has a word for us and I believe this is not just for uh, a season like this, but it's a it's I believe it is a prophetic word that God wants to bring in in terms of uh, aligning ourselves uh, into the ways that God wants us to align. Amen. Let's just jump quickly into the word. Uh, I want to start with a prayer. Father, in the name of Yeshua, I thank you so much for what you are doing in our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are still on the throne. You are an amazing father and we love you. We thank you for loving us first. And this morning I pray anything from me as a flesh can never contribute. No human psychology, no human wisdom can contribute to what your children need, something spiritual and eternal. So Father, I step out of the way and Jesus have your way in and through me. I'm just a vessel to bring your word that will bring transformation. It is not information that's going to transform, but it is going to be the revelation of God's word that's going to bring transformation. So I pray, Father, that you will bring complete victory and and complete uh, 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 deliverance in our hearts and minds that we will be able to see the goodness of God in the land of living. So we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This morning, actually, I wanted to name this book, um, the title, something else different. I'll tell that in a minute. But the title is like this, Blessings Can Kill You. <laughs> blessings Can Kill You. And I'm not against blessings. I'm not a poverty preacher. Neither do I. I'm a prosperity preacher. For those who are part of Papa's house, you know what I'm talking about. We do believe that the Lord has something for us to align ourselves in such a way that we don't fall in the trap of me gospel and a lot of time this me gospel has crept into the church and it's almost like God is your attender God is like a peon he's waiting for you you know like you know like you know this portion like Kabali <laughs> waiting there is <laughs> waiting for you that God will come and, and show up and check and give all your grocery list tick 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 no 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 the children of Israel were in a terrible mess. God heard their cry, set them free, brought them into the promised land. Boom. Everything started flourishing. They forgot the one who flourished them. Blessings can kill you if you don't check. And, and if you don't bring it into uh, spiritual authority, into submission to the Holy Spirit. So this morning, actually, I want to talk about from the life of Samson. Judges from 13 to 16, four chapters is devoted to one judge. Judges is a book full of 11 judges. It's up in the screen. You will see uh, first one is Othaniel. Second one is Shamgar. Third one is Deborah. That's the only lady. And fourth one is Gideon. Fifth is Tola. Sixth, Jair. Seventh is Jephthah. Number eight is Ibzan, number nine, Elon, number 10, Abdon, and number 11, Samson. God used these judges to bring victory over the people. But, you know, Samson ruled for 20 years. But before Samson ruled, so many people almost in a come, come to a place where they forgot God, they followed other gods, and then they, you know, blessings started to collapse. 
curses started to increase and then they realized oh my goodness we messed up they cry out to god and god is so merciful and i believe this morning actually i wanted to name this book as i told you differently but the holy spirit said don't do that i also want i wanted to name this book a uh, title called what steps you need to do when your girlfriend ties you up <laughs> life lessons from from the book of samson you know from the life of samson but anyway but that's not the point the word samson means bright sun or a man of the sun a, a hero and this guy god had a divine purpose and you will see up in the screen um, his birth was divine judges 13 1 to 5 if you read that we don't have time it says the birth was divine the angel comes to his father manova his wife and talks about how the birth is going to happen and what kind of lifestyle he has to live what kind of choices he has to make what he should avoid what he should do and all those things it's like a divine his birth was divine number 2 he judged israel for 20 years judges 1631 if you look at it you will see there he judged the nation of israel for 20 years and they didn't have kings yet and they god used judges to bring uh deliverance into the hearts and minds of people of israel number 3 he had an assignment to deliver his people that was his assignment judges 13 5 talks about it he had a divine uh, assignment from the lord people were crying out and and they were in misery god heard their cry since a person to deliver them number 4 he possessed supernatural ability and strength to overcome lions and and he, you might have heard the story like he got mad he gathered 300 foxes supernatural ability can you imagine that i know some people when they see cockroach in their home <laughs> they are on the bed think about it catching 300 foxes i don't know whether you can catch one chicken but this guy caught 300 foxes tied them in pairs lit them with fire this is incredible number 5 the spirit of the lord was working on him and through him in such a way that you could see god's spirit comes upon him and this is the very interesting thought in the old testament i have said this before i'm going to say this in the old testament god was not looking for a dwelling vessel god was looking for a landing pad what is the difference a landing pad was a place or a person god could come and send his angel or his spirit to manifest his glory to deliver a message to set people free to do something supernatural for a particular season for a particular time to address a particular problem to a particular people and then leave the landing pad becomes in the new testament a dwelling place that's why paul says it's a beautiful thing we are treasures we are jars of clay carrying this beautiful treasures we have this hidden treasure in us and what happened the change was jesus was the change in the old testament the holy spirit comes and leaves after delivering the message in the new testament holy spirit comes and dwells why jesus became the last adam that brought the obedience to the lord until philippians 2 talks about it through that the holy spirit now can 
reside in us. So it's a big difference. So do not act like a Old Testament person saying, oh, you know what? I can still mess around on Saturday, Sunday. I will say Kumbaya. God will still honor. No, no, no. It's not. That's where we are coming there. You know, so the spirit of the Lord was working on him and through him. Judges 13, 25. Number six, he was very clear, very clever. Excuse me. He was very clever and humorous. He had an intelligent way of communicating. You know, one day he goes and kills the lion. And then he goes to the city, talk to this uh, father-in-law. He wants to marry, blah, blah, blah. He comes back and then uh, he saw the dead um, lion's bones were filled with honey. He started eating that. And then he makes this riddle, you know, what out of the eater comes something to eat and what of the honey comes something to, you know, uh, something to eat. And it's in Judges 14, 14. Let me read that to you. And it's incredible to see how... Uh, he he was very humorous you know and then they they gave him uh, he gave 30 days uh, it goes like this out of the eater something to eat out of the strong something sweet and it's incredible how this man had a peculiar calling and a peculiar lifestyle and a peculiar talent and a peculiar supernatural strength but then he blows it up miserably he blows it up miserably. And this is the thing. Uh, Judges 16.22. Uh, this is the key verse we're going to focus on. Judges 16.22. It goes like this. But the hair on his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. The children's Bible says like this. But his hair began to grow again. See, even though in the Old Testament, Holy Spirit came and left because there was no dwelling place, because the man was still under the bondage of the old Adam, still God was merciful. Still God was so compassionate. And this is the beautiful part. And there is a two side story to this. And that's what we want to focus on. The first side of the story is the Lord's hand was upon Samson in a mighty way that no other judge like that, like him, was ever before reigned, defeated and overcome the enemies of Israel. He was unique up in his upbringing. He had a unique calling, unique mandate, unique blessings on his life. This was his greatest strength. And when it has become unchecked, it brought on him and his people catastrophic consequences. Still, the Lord has extremely, the Lord was extremely gracious over his people and also on him. Eventually, his hair began to grow again. What an amazing privilege to experience the mercy of the Lord. Today, as you're listening to this, this is why I said it is a prophetic word. You might have fallen. You might have had the same problem again and again. And you might have lost the sense of like, man, this addiction, this thing that I am keep on falling. 
but i am want to encourage you this morning the holy spirit is reminding you this morning the spirit of god is telling you this morning the spirit of the most high is encouraging you this morning you may have fallen but the lord is saying just like the one who made the samson's hair grow again the spirit of god is giving you an invitation and is saying don't worry don't worry i will make your hair grow again i will give you another chance i will bring you into your place of fulfillment of the promise that i have for you and i believe god is merciful this is the one side of the story he is merciful he wants us to walk in that fullness of the anointing that god has for us but let me tell you the other side of the story this is very important and that's why we need to focus on the other side of the story is a stern warning through life of samson his later days the lord used him to bring victory over his enemies but he couldn't see the victory he was dead along with the victory if you read judges 16 verse 30 it's very very uh, interesting judges 1630 samson said let me die with the philistines then he pushed with all his might and down came the temple on the rulers and all the people in it thus samson killed more of the philistines when he died than when he was alive my friends i want to challenge you to think about this think about it god gave this guy an incredible incredible assignment but this guy blew it up he had multiple relationships he messed up he couldn't tame his passions he went as you know in tamil say kan pona pokile manam pogalama which means wherever the eyes are wandering your heart cannot go if it goes it's going to be a really a mess it's an old uh, poet kannadasan wrote this but i just believe it's very true many times we fall into this trap of whatever i feel i need to do it and what happens today there is a great mess in people's life and just like samson they could not see the victory of god they could not and samson was a sad example there was more victory god gave in the life of samson but he couldn't see it he died along with the victory and th- this is what i wrote down here i wrote down five life lessons that we can learn and i believe god wants us to come to a place of aligning ourselves i know i do believe samson's hair grew god gave him another chance he, he got his strength back but my friends i want to w- encourage you don't let it wait for the last minute keep your blessings under the control of the holy spirit under the sovereign rulership of the holy spirit five lessons we're going to learn and we're going to quickly go through this and and we will uh, see how the lord leads us number 1 just because you have the calling and anointing it doesn't mean you won't fall for the traps unchecked power write it down unchecked power always brings unimaginable consequences this is the thing many times people say i am called brother i have a purpose i have this i have this anointing i have this talent but lot of time those things that they thought but it's not the one that saves them 
you have to every single day come under the submission of the holy spirit you have to say god these things you have given me not for me it's to be a blessing to others and the moment you started taking credit and today it was yesterday in the news a few days ago i believe one of the prestigious university in america it's a christian university the founder i'm not sure the founder or a chancellor was asked to step down because of some inappropriate relationship with an opposite sex and the secular magazine says this this is a crazy thing secular magazine says this unchecked power always bring catastrophic consequences unchecked power always bring catastrophic consequences think about it you may be thinking well i am not in top position maybe you are not yet now but if you tame yourself bring under this bring yourself under the submission of the holy spirit put people around you so that they can teach you encourage you motivate you you can really overcome these challenges number 2 the reason the lord blessed you is not for you to be boastful but to be a channel of blessing to others you are a river say this with me you are a river not a lake i am a river not a lake what is the difference between a lake and a river lake is stagnant and lot of christians are like this they get the blessings they get the promotion they get the healing they get the breakthrough they get the miracle they get the pro- the, the double anointing whatever you name it fill in the blanks but then what happens they don't check it they don't use this to be a blessing it becomes like a lake stagnant and today this can i can i tell you this today lots and lots of ministries have become like that they have buildings but no anointing god is not on the buildings god is on people his favor is on the ministry but his anointing is on the people today you your ministry can become an idol your work can become an idol and you 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 think this is who you are and then but what you do is not who you are and when you don't see this way what happens you become puffed up arrogant this guy pilot he was standing before he said eke homo which is in greek means here is the man he was standing before the son of god and he asked this question what is the truth but he didn't have the humility because of arrogance pride i know it all mentality he walked away by asking a question imagine for a second if you would have asked the question and waited there his life would have been transformed so the second reason the lord blessed you is not for you to be boastful but to be a channel of blessing say this after me i am not a i am not a lake but i am a river i am called to be a channel of blessing my family will be a blessing to others my family will be a city that sits upon a hill that shines light in the midst of darkness be a clarity in the midst of chaos and confusion number 3 this is very important the lord is more interested in conquering you than you conquer for him and i tell you guys i'm not going to sugarcoat it to you and i don't want to sugarcoat it because it's not about me if you don't like it fine i am not interested 
to share with you what's going to tingle your ears to make your soul little bit excited so that offerings can come up no i am least bothered about this i am here for only one thing that i'll be a vessel used by god to share his glory and that's it let me tell you god is not interested that you can conquer for him not at all i used to think like that oh i need it i god needs me to go to the nations god needs me to preach the gospel you know what he can do it very well without my help but most importantly he wants to conquer you the work of the cross is salvation the way of the cross is sanctification many christians stuck with the work of the cross i got saved hallelujah from kandasami to now lurdusami <laughs> you know now from mangata to mary you got a new name and that's it and it's the work of the cross is the beginning of your life journey with jesus but then there is a way of the cross what is the way of the cross that the cross strips everything just like it stripped jesus it strips everything so that Christ can be formed in you. I know <laughs> it's it's not something that oh wow I'm so motivated man it's you know what your soul will never like it it's hard why because the soul is connected to the flesh the body which is what we call flesh and it's doesn't like anything from the spirit many christians are outer court christians they like the salvation they like this redemption they like the blessings but many few people walk into the inner court and very very few people go to the holy of holies where the word becomes the light the word becomes your only source the word becomes your only strength my friends i want to challenge you do not ever take your life for granted this is the reason why god has called you so that he can conquer you so that through conquering you maybe in the wisdom of god manifold wisdom of god he can conquer through you but that's up to him but the goal of god the ambition of god is to make you his dwelling place amen number 4 if you move with the blessings and leave god out of the picture who is the source of all blessings you are a recipe for disaster Do you hear that? If you move with the blessings and leave God out of the picture, who is the source of all blessings, you are a recipe for disaster. What do I mean by that? Many times we take the blessings and we say, "Okay, God has blessed me." And you kind of like use God to get more blessings. And then eventually you think you deserve to be blessed because of your righteous acts like daniel prayed this in one of his prayer and he said god we cry out to you for help not because of our righteous acts but because of the great compassion that you have for us i think it's daniel chapter 9 can't find the address but that's amazing isn't it so i want to challenge you to think about this never take the blessings for granted and then say you know what i am entitled a lot of christians got entitlement 
and that entitlement has killed the anointing of the holy spirit god doesn't god doesn't tolerate your entitlement so i want to encourage you don't leave the source this is going to hurt you but i have to say it things of god doesn't equal to the god of all things things of god however good it is is not god god is still god the sadly church is moving to the things of god i want this i want that i want this it's i do believe god you know as a father i have two gorgeous kids you know that handsome son like a daddy like his daddy beautiful girl like her mom i do believe as a father i want to give the best to them but most importantly my desire as a natural father i want to give the best and i believe god wants to give you the bless blessings god wants you to give you the best god wants you to have good stuff that any father desires that we are not talking about that but we cannot come to a place and say god i am here to take things from you alone i think i told you the story i came from a trip somewhere i think from germany or somewhere and it was like 12:30 in the night or maybe one maybe even later than that the kids didn't sleep because they asked me for a particular toy from germany so i went and bought it they didn't sleep at all and i remember arriving there my kids ran towards me gave me a hug and the first question they asked was where's the toy and they were so focused on the toy they forgot to love and hug and kiss and hang out with daddy and yunus was the one saying hey it was a long trip and we didn't see daddy for last one week or 10 days you guys are so focused on on the stuff that he brought daddy wants to hang out with you it's all happening in the midnight you know on 1231 something like that guys how often we do that to our heavenly father god give me this give me that do this do that god is saying sit in my presence sit in my presence let's communicate you know songs of solomon says he took me to the inner chambers and then he cherished over me you know what is it inner chambers in europe they have something called cellar you know what is a cellar cellar is a basement where they keep most precious wines and not everybody who is invited in the home goes there very few people they take them to the cellar they show them the choice wines and they have a little like a like a wine barrel or something couple of chairs they open up a bottle of wine and some cheese and some biscuits and sit there they have a they have a interaction very close people seller they have interaction they don't do it with strangers they don't do it with acquaintances they do it with the close close and songs of solomon says he took me to the inner chambers and he cherished over me 
are you in a place available for god to cherish over you number 5 running out of time an inner circle of mentors confidants and friends who can challenge encourage and motivate you is a requisite for every person's victorious lifestyle god has given you the promise power and potential but it is up to you to steward it for his glory wow he has given you the promise he has given you the power he has given you the potential but are you stewarding it for his glory the life of samson had a beautiful start beautiful start divine strength angel visiting to their parents i don't know your parents got an angelic visitation before you were born my parents didn't guys it's not about how we start it's how we end this fellow had a beautiful start but his passions was untamed was never brought into subjection he just left went on with his life and he became a recipe for disaster i want to pray with you the holy spirit wants to encourage you and say this to you i am willing to conquer you first before conquer through you i'm willing to come and dwell in your heart every week we take communion if you're watching here for the first time you don't know what is a communion communion is a broken body of jesus and the blood of jesus that is poured out on us and i believe the holy spirit wants to bring victory healing restoration if you are here for the very first time and you don't know who jesus is maybe this is a beautiful opportunity that you put your hand on your heart and say jesus i welcome you in my life come i invite you into my life i want to start a new relationship with you i confess that i have messed up i need your forgiveness come father take your place in my heart and for those who know jesus but you have taken his blessings for granted maybe it is time for you to repent and say jesus i am sorry for the things i have done i am sorry i have taken your blessings for granted i have come to you only for the blessings i have used you i was so preoccupied about my own little breakthroughs i was so focused on the god of the things i was so focused on the things of god and forgot god who is the source of all things so father here i am forgive me i don't want to start well and finish messed up i want to start well and finish well teach me your ways teach me your ways i lean on you 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I love you. And I believe the Lord is speaking to us. Let's bring everything to God. And let Him be our focus. Not the things of God, but God Himself. Amen. Shalom.